We hope that there's much room on your phone so you will let us be downloaded as a podcast. Jesus Christ, we're talking Veggie Tales on today's. We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and make a relatable analogy using computers to discuss prayer shawls. Uh, that's actually a true story. When I was in Israel, um, this man, stranger man, came up to me and uh, taught me all about using uh, the tzitzit and tefillin uh, while explaining that basically I was like sending an email to God. Um, and speaking of, uh, emails, uh, I sent a couple emails to my guest currently, uh, so that we could figure out how to do this podcast together. That was a terrible (laughs) transition, but I'm just going to own it. Um, uh, she hosts the Not Another Bad Movie podcast. It's Megan Tripp. How are you, Megan? Hi, I'm good. Thanks, uh for praying to me i guess if that's what that was oh, I'm, I'm i i pray for all of my guests to save them uh from the depth of uh podcasting hell um <laughs> uh so so we're talking about um uh veggie tales today which uh is a christian based um property i guess you could call it um so tell me a little bit about uh your history uh with veggie tales so it came out in 1998 and I was 10 so I think they were aiming for kids slightly younger than me so I only watched a few um, but I thought they were really funny and I loved the silly songs so I watched a few with my sister and uh, who's older than me um, but loves watching kid stuff and then I would like I think maybe see it at my mom's preschool because my mom taught preschool at a preschool that was attached to a church so I think they may have played some oh cool like there too but uh it was funny uh a few like I think a couple years ago I saw that there was some uh I don't know if it was like on Spotify or (laughs) some somehow I randomly came across like silly songs with Larry and I was like, oh, yeah, as you do. <laughs> I should listen to these and feel nostalgic. And I knew like, I don't know, 30 or 40 percent of them because I had dropped out oh my like, God. so early <laughs> from from VeggieTales. <laughs> but still, knowing 30 or 40 percent is pretty impressive. <laughs> like, is it? <laughs> um, I, I'll, I will say it is. Um, and <laughs> our audience can be the deciding factor <laughs> in that. But um, I... I remember so so I I was born and raised Jewish and VeggieTales is I think a thing that would sometimes just be on in synagogue or something because like even though it's Christian it still is just kind of like it's appropriate and cutesy and you know there's some moral stuff in it but I remember it it was like a staple of the public access channel in the Philadelphia area when I was a kid. It was like, uh, it would always be either um, VeggieTales or this weird uh, show. It was this guy stand like sitting alone in an office or whatever, and he was just teaching kids how to draw. It, it was like 
Bob Ross if he only had access to markers. It was super weird. It was called uh, Bruce Blitz, if, uh, if you have heard of this enigma of a man. Yeah, public access is, is always good for, like, the cheapest uh, tutorials. It's, you know, YouTube before there was YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, because it's just like you can just sign up to be a part of public access. Like there's one, there's a whole movement of it right now in Philly. There's a public access channel called Philly cam. And I haven't really looked into it, but essentially if you take their TV course or whatever, you can just make TV shows and put them up. That's pretty great. Yeah. So maybe, you know what, when I get sick of doing kid flicks as a podcast, I'll turn it into uh, a bare bones tv show for just philly people that sounds like the right direction <laughs> i'm gonna give this to the world yeah, no just the... philly now now it's just for philly <laughs> well i mean now all these podcasts are making the leap to tv i feel like we just have to keep up and kind of adapt sorry i was just gonna say you're the next McElroy's or yes whoever. I, I will take that megan said it on the record i i am going to be <laughs> the next McElroy brother i actually you know, it's funny you said that. Yeah, I, I didn't even say his name right. But I, <laughs> we all knew what you meant. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I actually was looking into, I thought, oh, it would be so much fun to like go to Huntington, West Virginia, where the McElroy brothers are from. And I looked into it, and it's an eight-hour uh, drive from where I live or a weirdly expensive plane ride. And I'm like, okay, I guess I won't go vacation in this very remote area of West Virginia. But... uh yeah, I've been to... We all make a mistake. Yeah, I've been to West Virginia. It's very pretty. I wouldn't say there's like necessarily a ton to do out there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that's... Virginia is for lovers. West Virginia is for lovers on a budget, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I'll take uh, no offense to our th- thriving West Virginia uh, audience base. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's get into um, VeggieTales. So we decided that we would watch... Uh, an episode of the original VeggieTales series from uh, the 90s that you watched uh, growing up. And uh, we also decided there are Netflix episodes of VeggieTales, so we also watched one of those. Um, So starting off, we watched um, the first episode of VeggieTales called Where's God When I'm So Scared? And uh, it's it's a classic tale as old as time. Uh, Junior Asparagus is Scared of Monsters. Uh, and then also the story of Daniel and the lion's den. Um, so uh, I guess I, what were your first impressions on that, Megan? Um, I've always loved that episode. I feel like I've seen it a lot. I think they had it at like my library or something. Um, I, I love the song God is Bigger Than the Boogeyman. It's very catchy. Oh, it's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Like, I definitely remember that song, even though it's been a while since I've heard it. And Junior Asparagus is super adorable. Um, and I loved seeing the monster come in at the end and introduce himself as the actor and say, I'm Phil from Toledo. Uh, that other that other song that they sang uh, in the second segment of, like, Kick Him Out of Babylon or whatever, that yeah. that song, for some reason, was, I guess, lodged deep in my head, and it, and it came out in the middle of watching this. It's a fun, like, song almost from a musical, because it's got that, what is that called, poly melody or whatever, everyone's singing something different on top of each other. Yeah, it's kind of like in Guys and Dolls, the fugue for Tin Horns. 
<laughs> we all know that song, right? Um, <laughs> I'm not familiar with Guys and Dolls. But oh, the, you're I missing. I did it agree. in high school, so it's uh, lodged in my head forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, nothing will lodge songs in your head like being a part of a musical. Yeah, um, I have a question though. Why? Mm-hmm. So in the so it's split up into segments, uh, and as I said, the first segment is called Tales from the Crisper, and it's um, uh, Junior Asparagus is watching a scary movie. And Bob and Larry uh, calm his nerves by singing a song, How God is Bigger Than a Boogeyman. Um, why, what were Bob and Larry doing in his room? <laughs> they were both seem- seemingly hiding and just waiting for him to be scared. And I'm not cool with that, guys. It would have made more sense if he was like, oh, hi, Bob. Hi, Larry. And you got the sense of like, oh, they're family friends of his. Like, they know the asparaguses. Yeah, because I... <laughs> I think that's a thread. That seems to be a thread in the VeggieTales universe or whatever, that they all kind of know each other. And they... Because there's this weird meta thing where they're also all actors. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's weird that that uh, didn't really come out. Um, but, yeah, that was a big issue. <laughs> and also, uh, uh, so at the end, uh, as- Dad Asparagus is talking in Junior Asparagus and... They're both sharing a lesson about it. it's you don't have to be scared of stuff. And so um, Dad Asparagus calls Junior Little Mister and then uh, Junior calls his dad Big Mister, which I was also not a fan of. <laughs> I thought that was cute. <laughs> have you have you ever uh, had a nickname for uh, your parents? Um, no. Usually I just call them mom and dad. And if I my mom was getting on my nerves... I'd call her Ma because I knew she hated it. <laughs> but as yeah, as far as nicknames, you just gotta piss people off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did. I remember there was like a very specific time where my brother and I decided that we would stop calling our parents mommy and daddy. Like I, we were both way too old to still be calling them that. So after a while, it was just like one day we decided, like, okay, we're gonna flip that switch. We're not gonna call them that anymore. Um, but Maybe I actually mother remember... and father, <laughs> mama and papa. <laughs> um, actually, I remember. Um, I one time I was like joking around with my parents, and I my dad. Uh, yeah, he's a he's an older man, so he's balding, and I called him Baldy. I was like six years old. You can get which... mauled by a bear for that. Yeah, I I probably should have honestly, <laughs> but like I uh if. When any child kind of like says anything slightly mean to me, I get so up in arms. So I can only imagine how it must feel to have your own son point out that you don't have hair. <laughs> A crushing blow. If you're listening, Dad, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. What was the what was the silly song in this? It was um, uh, oh the water buffalo song, right? Yes. Everybody's got a water buffalo. And then that guy... Mine is fast, but yours is slow. ...is very angry that Larry would insinuate such a thing. <laughs> We're going to get nasty letters. Where's my water buffalo? <laughs> yes. Which I, I think that that's such a good idea to have in a series like this. Because it's... Any kid, once they realize that they're learning something, they're immediately going to turn it off. So kind of just throwing something so stupid and goofy in the middle seems almost essential to it. Yeah. And it's always good to have like um, 
a goofy person paired with a straight man. So uh, I forget that character's name. He's what? A celery? <laughs> oh, the water buffalo guy? Yeah. It's like Arnold yeah, that... or Reginald or... Uh, his name is Archibald. Archibald. There we go. Yeah. So he's good <laughs> at that. And Bob sometimes will play that role. Always important to have someone who's not going to accept the goofiness. Um, I'm trying to think. Where else can we go? Because we... So, um, yeah. So where's God when I'm so scared? Uh, it starts off with kind of this little monster story. And then it goes into um, this Bible story called... Uh, called daniel and the lion's den and uh it's it's from the new testament i i assume no okay i have no recollection of this story whatsoever that was the thing i was like oh man i if i had more time i would relook that up in my bible because i don't remember it super well Mm -hmm. i think i get the story of daniel and the story of joseph slightly mixed up in my head sometimes but i think daniel was in prison i think it was the same with me because i thought i was like oh it's a dream so this is joseph obviously right. <laughs> they were both big into dreams and prophecy so it's easy to get them yeah. <laughs> but i think daniel was like in prison and he got like a reputation for being good at telling dreams or am i thinking of joseph anyways he has a reputation i, I think i guess both of them they there aren't a lot of motifs in the bible yeah and then he tells the um king how to interpret his dream and then the counselors get jealous. And so they're like, we're going to trap him by saying you can only pray to the king. You can't pray to your God. And they know that Daniel um, prays to God. And so then he gets in trouble and thrown into a, a lion's den. And then they look in on him later and like he's just like s- sleeping next to a bunch of lions. <laughs> and that's pretty much all I remember. I think there's something about like words in blood on the wall or something but that might be a different daniel yeah, story <laughs> they might i think they skipped over that part in this yeah uh, it's that's like oh the... there's beet juice on the wall oh. <laughs> which in this world is essentially blood because beets are people <laughs> um oh yeah honestly and like this whole thing about just this is basically like the inspiration for solo a Han Solo Star Wars story or whatever. Cause I mean, that's the whole thing is that uh, Han Solo gets thrown into a, a pit and Chewbacca is going to eat him, but then they just become friends. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> so what I'm, what I'm saying here is that uh, Star Wars was inspired by veggie tales, not the other way around. Yeah. That, that, that adds so, up. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> we never see lions though. We just see glowing eyes and we know that the lions are there. Yeah, oh, that's right. I mean, what I can't even think of what the VeggieTales version of lions would be. Like, maybe cauliflowers with little faces on them? VeggieTales plays fast and loose with the rules. <laughs> so sometimes things are vegetables, and then sometimes they're not vegetables. And sometimes it's important that they don't have hands. At the beginning, Larry says he can't play a guitar because he doesn't have hands. And then... I'm like, I guess they're just telekinetic because they are picking things up and moving things around. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like they just f- the, the like objects will just float next to them around their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And th- that's a lot more prevalent in the next episode we watched. So um, as we were saying uh, before, we talked about 
Uh, we watched both the original series as well as um, the new Netflix series, which I didn't know that Netflix had done this, but I'm not surprised because Netflix just buys and pays for everything, it seems. Um, so this uh, this one, the new series is called Veggie Tales in the House, uh, which just takes place in a house, kind of. <laughs> It, I mean, it's, just it's, the it's kitchen. Very... I mean, <laughs> it's not like we yeah. see other areas of the house. <laughs> oh, that'd be great, though. Um, but, but, yeah, it's just the same stuff. Actually, it's more, you see more of a town type thing. It's kind of like the people that made this saw Sausage Party and realized, okay, we're not going to include any of this stuff except for the fact that it's like a little food town because that's kind of all they left. Um so th- this was weird because nothing really happened in it. Very, very little happened. The first little vignette is about Larry and some orange girl. <laughs> I don't know if she's a carrot or something. I think her name was her Laura. Her name Laura. Yeah. Yep. I found her very difficult to understand. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is like uh, the one voice actress, uh, Tress uh, McNeil, she voiced so many characters in this new version it seems so i guess after a certain point she was like i'm just gonna do the whiniest voice imaginable yeah i guess if you're trying to come up with like a bunch of different sounds you're gonna end up coming up with a terrible character in the bunch unfortunately laura is a pretty big character so she talks a lot and i don't understand half of what she (laughs) says can i can i say something that that was bothering me so much while watching this episode sure uh so, so in the in the original Veggie Tales, Larry and Bob they're kind of like equals and they're roommates and stuff. But in at least in Puppies and Guppies, Bob was acting like Larry was his son. It was super. I couldn't understand what was happening. It was weird because you always got the sense that like Bob is responsible and would be like, "Now, now, Larry, let's not do it that way." But he didn't really have like authority over Larry. They were pals who wanted to tell kids stories like that was their deal. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And, and he Bob is best friends with Laura's mom. And they're just worried that the kids are going to be disappointed. Oh, it, I missed that. That other lady vegetable was Laura's mom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. If not, got, this opens a whole can of worms. I got really confused in that opening conversation um they see an olive which is a dog they want to pet him so they ask the man who's walking the dog can we pet your dog and he's like yes you can and they pet the dog and then they start talking about how they want their own puppies and the man mentions that they that his neighbor is getting rid of a bunch of puppies and bob and this other lady vegetable are like maybe you should talk to your parents about whether or not you're allowed to get a puppy. And I was like, we've never met Larry's parents. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Junior Asparagus is the only character I remember having parents. Yeah, like the, I guess the new series, um, kind of like Marvel is doing, is opening up the VeggieTales cinematic universe to all these different possibilities. Yeah. But also nothing is really different except... Now there's this general store that everybody works at. Yeah. Laura's maybe mom 
vegetable lady. I'm, pr- I'm pretty <laughs> I, sure. I, mom. I missed her name. What was her name? Her name. Wa- that's a great question. Um, sh- it was like Annie. Is that right? Uh, it, I feel like it's Annie. It probably is. Um, <laughs> it's not saying anything on the uh, Veggie Tales in the House Wikipedia page, so unfortunately, uh, I can't uh, confirm that. So they, yeah, they work at Pa Grapes uh, convenience store. It seems to have uh, everything imaginable on sale. Yeah, it's like a general store in the Old West or something. Yeah, and like all general stores, it sells um, uh, pets. So that that's great. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just real general is all. <laughs> yeah, they they should make it a little bit more specific of a store. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this one, I mean, the the Netflix series threw me off so much, partially because um, the different theme song. I hate the new theme song. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not memorable whatsoever, and. It just kind of like happened. And I was really concerned about the new tone because it sounded very much like a Disney or Nickelodeon um, theme tune from now. It's like way too frenetic and produced. And <laughs> I don't even know who's supposed to be the voice who's singing. <laughs> no idea. It um, it doesn't even list who it is. There are four composers for this song. <laughs> it sounds like four composers too many cooks in that kitchen yeah uh, uh yeah it, it that threw me off immediately um but like the animation isn't even that much better because it's like uh the old series i feel the animation was crappy but all right based on the timing and it's kind of the same with this netflix uh all of their uh animated kid shows have like the same kind of look to it, just like weirdly smooth, and it looks like it's very quickly thrown together. Yeah, it, you're you're right. They're very anti-texture. <laughs> everything's <laughs> very smooth, and everything's done very quickly. Yeah, like Larry has like holes painted on him, I guess, to look more like a pickle or a cucumber, but it does not do much to help. No. And sometimes they're, well, I mean, Madam Blueberry always clothes. wore clothes. <laughs> it's just weird. I guess VeggieTales has never been consistent about vegetables wearing clothes. I used to think like, oh, when they're like acting, then they wear different costumes. But otherwise, they're naked. That's why when um, Larry sings the song about like where is my hairbrush and he's wearing just a towel and everyone acts like it's oh it's so scandalous it's funny because larry doesn't wear anything (laughs) but in this like the two girl vegetables are wearing clothes i guess to identify them as girl vegetables yeah because you wouldn't know by their very uh high-pitched voices that they were (laughs) i don't know i feel like there was more clothing (laughs) in this version I guess that was like a complaint that they got from parents that all my children are asking, like they want, I, my kids want me to dress up like Larry and they just walk around naked and it's not okay. Or they'll go in a towel, which is somehow even worse according to the uh, VeggieTales universe. Yeah. They're very immodest before. And now the guys are just as immodest because they're not wearing anything, but... The girls are at least wearing clothes, I well, guess. Well, it's kind of like, it's like Adam and Eve before they took the bite of the fruit. 
And you know they're not biting into sentient fruit, at least. That oh, that would that would make a great episode of Veggie Tales. I gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> Larry goes feral and he starts biting people. <laughs> yeah, he's just like asking them, "Have you ever had a water buffalo?" And then just chowing down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm gonna be totally honest. Um, so we kind of uh, decided and through this episode uh, together. Uh, a little bit last minute, so I actually did not have time to watch the second segment of this episode. Sorry, we're closed today. But uh, from what I read about it, uh, I didn't really miss anything. Um, yeah, so the the first one is all about them wanting to get puppies and them not being responsible. And then they end up with guppies so that they can learn to be responsible. And then the second one, people are walking down the street and they keep... Um, wanting to hide from each other <laughs> and so they keep ducking into the shop they were playing yesterday with two gourds but one of the gourds wanted to play a certain character and larry wanted to play the same character so they were fighting so then when the gourds come up to them they duck into the shop to get away from the gourds but then the gourds want to not be seen by madame blueberry because they said they would do chores for her and then they duck into the shop and then she sees the two French peas and she knows that they want her to help with homework and she doesn't want to help them. So she ducks into the store and then the peas see somebody else and somebody else expects something from them. And so they duck into the store. So in the end you end up with like 10 characters in the store and they're all hiding. And you think this would like get them to like talk to each other and be like, I'm sorry that I hid from you. And I... Yeah, I was about to say, that's got to be what happens. <laughs> Not really. They just uh, all decide, I want to play a game by myself. I don't want to do anything with anybody else. Larry tries to get their attention. They finally listen to Larry. And he's like, we need to cooperate and make a giant stack of boxes. And then we'll make a pyramid of ourselves on top of the stack of boxes. And then we'll jump out of the window that's really high. And then they have a song about cooperation. This is a wild story that makes <laughs> no, like, what are they teaching our kids? It's supposed to be about cooperation. They use the word cooperation a lot, but they don't really talk about what it means too much. So you're, they're kind of expecting kids to understand what cooperation is. And I guess it helps that they're all working together to make a pyramid of each other. <laughs> then you see the giant pyramid of food and it, they just have like some really big marshmallows and then a couple of boxes. And it's like, that took you all night? Just some marshmallows and some boxes? Like, And I saw you carry pizzas, but there's no pizzas in this giant thing. <laughs> like, it was very, very strange. So I guess they were just like walking around holding things and not like being really organized. I don't know if they're human size. I guess they're small because we see a kitchen counter. I don't know. Whatever. It's much higher than them. And they jump out the window. And where where is the owner of this house, by the way? That's the thing, because if you think about there being an owner of the house, this is all like their last week on Earth, because presumably the owner's going to eat them. right? <laughs> OK, also, I finally figured it out. The lady that's friends with Larry is not the little girl's mom. OK. So the little girl is a carrot okay. named Lara. Okay. And the woman is a rhubarb named Petunia. Rhubarb. Not Barbara? <laughs> yeah, you know. If that That's a... 
you know what? That's a good rewrite. I think this this is the opportunity <laughs> to call Netflix, uh, as well as creators uh, Phil Vischer and Mike Naraki, and just let them know that because I I think that's a serious oversight. It's it's also weird that they they already ran out of I guess familiar uh, vegetables for kids, so they just went with rhubarb, just completely throwing it out there. I guess it's. It's based on like what they felt they could make to look like a character. <laughs> Rhubarbs, that's totally a girl. <laughs> I've never seen a lettuce veggie tail, I don't think. Or a cauliflower. Um No. I th- they they seem to only choose ones where it's like, oh okay, I could see how you could draw a face on there. Yeah. Even though apparently I think there's there's a piece of bacon that's introduced at some point in this series, which is interesting. His name is Bacon Bill. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of... Does <laughs> the bacon, people? like, take on the personality of the pig? <laughs> that... That's important. Uh, you know, I'm I'm seeing if, if I search Bacon Bill... If a Google image will come... Oh, yeah, he's just a piece of bacon. Just a strip of bacon. Yeah, oh, he does not look good. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so, yeah, he's a slice of bacon. He has um, a newspaper hat that, like, a kid would uh, fold into a triangle. And he has big, scary green eyes. And he doesn't have legs, so he hops around on, uh, like, a little bent bottom piece of bacon if that makes sense yeah i mean all the vegetables kind of bounce to get from point a to point b so that that adds up also okay so i'm i'm reading uh the wikipedia article about bacon bill and this one guy has an interesting theory that bacon bill uh represents foreigners (laughs) does he have more to say on that or just like (laughs) he's not a vegetable (laughs) so that's fun uh well he says we're <laughs> he says we're in the land of vegetables and this guy has come to us from the land of meat. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Okay, nope, this comment has turned into uh, uh an offensive thing, so I'm going to scroll away from that. <laughs> we avoid we avoided that. That was a close call. You know, Megan, I think let's not beat around the bush. Uh <laughs> our computers and uh, phones keep crashing, which I think is the universe telling us that we should rate this uh, property. So, um, as always, we rate everything here on a scale of zero to five. You can be as specific as you would like with your uh, decimals and stuff, and we'll just kind of uh, rate it against everything else. Uh, so, wh- what are your thoughts on Veggie Tales as a whole? Um, I mean, I I really loved it as a kid. I loved all the like um like fourth wall breaks they would kind of make jokes like that were kind of meta and i've always liked that um and i love silly songs how can you not love silly songs um yeah i i did not (laughs) care that much for the new ones i think i was already kind of disgruntled like what have you done <laughs> with my veggie tales? Um, so I was maybe not unbiased coming into it, um, but yeah, the stories 
were not they felt like first drafts <laughs> they did not have very many jokes and then at one point in the second uh part they're like doing uh shadow puppets with their hands and i was like wait a minute what and then they say that they have invisible hands so they'll be like can you give me yeah. an invisible hand up and you're like what <laughs> yeah that that was fucked up <laughs> that was <laughs> really weird because I always thought, like, oh, I guess they're just telekinetic. And I was fine with telekinetic vegetables. But then invisible hands, I was like, that's a bridge too far. VeggieTales, I can't <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> so I guess I'll give um, Where's God When I'm Siska Scared and all the original ones, like, a 3.0. And um, the new ones, like, a 2.0 and average it out to, like, 2.5. 2.5. Very. That makes sense. Um, so I guess... I'm coming in at a slightly different angle just because I, I legitimately do not really remember uh, this show at all uh, as a kid. I think watching it uh, this afternoon, I was, I guess, pleasantly surprised that it wasn't as just painful. It was cute. Like I could I could imagine myself uh, one day when I have kids that I could watch this and not be completely bored like I would be on my phone or something but i this would not be uh like a painful thing for me uh to have to watch with my kids uh i wouldn't watch it on my own because that is uh a crazy thing to do on your own i think uh if you're an adult um but yeah i i think that this is perfectly serviceable um i think the lessons like you said were very kind of simple everything was kind of a first draft but I think it kind of works because it's Veggie Tales. It's just kind of that. That's like when you think of Veggie Tales, you don't think, "Oh, this is going to be an insane and subversive thing." You're like, "Okay, we know exactly what we're getting." And so I'm going to go right down the middle, and I'm just going to give Veggie Tales a three, completely. Um, so crunching the numbers together, we're giving uh, Veggie Tales a two point seven five, which puts it right above heavyweights and right below the swan princess which i think that sounds about right i can't <laughs> i've become numb because of the veggie tales but <laughs> that sounds that sounds that sounds like it makes sense in my head um so uh megan is there is, uh, do you have any final thoughts about veggie tales any burning uh things that you wanted to talk about before we kind of wrap things up here um I didn't like the shadow puppets. Uh, I will tell you that much. <laughs> but <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> I was happy to hear that the voices were mostly. Um, they sounded pretty similar. They kept it pretty true. Um, so I, I liked that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, kept it simple. I loved it. Um, and I have uh, nothing to say about the veggie people except uh, <laughs> if they want if they want more voiceover people please give me a call. <laughs> but, uh, um, but, so, uh, Megan, thank you so much for, uh, coming on today. And, uh, I, th I mentioned it last week on the podcast, but, um, I, I actually appeared on, uh, the most recent episode of your podcast. Um, would you like to talk a little bit about what it is? Sure. Uh, not another bad movie podcast is a podcast where I watch a made for TV movie, usually something from Hallmark. Uh, but the latest one I did with you was the uh, Disney Channel original movie that um, was available on Netflix. 
and um, I'll have a guest on and we'll just go over the plot and all of the insanity that is made for TV movies. Yeah, it, it's it's a fun podcast. Um, our, yeah, our episode, we talked about the Disney Channel original movie Girl vs. Monster, uh, which is an insane mess where nothing happens, but also so much happens. <laughs> so definitely uh, give that uh, a listen. And pe- uh, where can people find that? Uh, you can find that on Apple Podcasts or at our website, notanotherbadmoviepodcast.libsyn.com. Ah, so professional. Maybe I'll get on Libsyn one day. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, th- again, thank you so much uh, for coming on today. This was kind of a last minute thing, but I appreciate you uh, taking time and talking to me. Well, thanks for having me. I've had a fun. Oh, good. And we'll, we'll have you back another time and uh, it'll go a lot smoother. I pinky promise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so as always, uh, you can listen to this podcast uh, everywhere. Please rate and review us on iTunes and help us uh, us out. Uh, we will hear you next week. Uh, So go, go, Gadget, end show.